What is up, everyone? This is your main man, Calvin B. from the Grownish B. Podcast. Now, have you guys ever heard of Anchor? If you haven't, it is an easy way to record and download your podcast. And guess what? It is completely free. There are a lot of creative tools that you can use to edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. This is everything you need in a podcast and more. Anchor also distributes your podcast on several platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, and more. So go ahead and download Anchor.fm now to get started. Let's go ahead and get right into this week's episode. On today's episode of Grownish B, I am going to be interviewing Antonio Russ a dancer and choreographer of the infamous rhythm dance team. Now, before this episode starts, go ahead and smash that like button, subscribe, and leave a review for this podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about the Grownish Bee podcast. That way they could join in on our conversations, the laugh, and the fun as well. Now, let's go ahead and jump right into this week's episode. Okay, can you finally hear me? Yes, I could finally hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. I, I don't know. I guess it kept stopping because um, it was going through the internet. I don't know. Okay, so hopefully this time is a charm. I can hear you loud and clear, which is good. Perfect. Okay, so like I was saying before, um, you are a dancer and choreographer that is based out of Miami, and you do have a team. Um, it is called the Infamous Rhythm dance team and I know that you said that you actually continued it for when we were um, when we were back in high school correct? Yes. Okay so my question to you is before the infamous rhythm dance team before we started in high school when did you know that you wanted to start dancing or when did you know that dance was something that you were interested in? Um, hmm. I mean, like in elementary school, I'll say probably like, yeah, from like second and third grade through elementary and middle, I always like do these, I guess, party groups or like, these talent shows and stuff, like, just for the fun of it. And I don't know, it's just, I started mm-hmm. loving it then, but it's like, when I started getting older and realizing what it was when I fell in love with it, I just, you know, around those times when I was younger, provide for myself. And my mom was like a single mother, basically. So I couldn't really, I didn't really know about studios and all of that because I couldn't afford it. So, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's that's where it started from. I always had a love for it. I don't know, it just was fun to me. I didn't know I was really good at it until I started learning. Now, growing up, did you, like, play any sports or anything, or it was just dance-focused for you? Uh, The funny thing is I did did play sports, and, like, I was into, like, the band and everything. But I don't know, I just, even though I was playing the sports or playing the instruments in the band and stuff, I was always gravitate towards looking at the dancers or I was supposed to be in my own practice and I was in a rehearsal with the dancers. So it, 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 I was in the sports and everything, but I was uh, my head was somewhere else. Got it, got it. Now, 
Let's take a trip down memory lane. Now, when did we first meet each other? I know we met each other in high school, but I want you to tell me, when did we first meet each other? Mm. That was some years ago. It um, was. It was. That was a long time ago. I don't... You know, it's crazy. I, I never asked myself that. I, I don't remember it because I don't even think I actually had a class with you until after we were already friends. Exactly. Now, um, I remember... Do you remember... I actually remember we actually met each other our sophomore year of high school. Now, that, okay, that, that that rings a bell. Now, I remember I didn't like you at first. Why I didn't that much? Why? <laughs> your, I don't know. Uh, your, I told you this before. You, because um, what it was, our friend Mariah. I didn't, I didn't like her either. I don't know. You know, back then we were, we were like the same, but we were opposite. Like, how can I? I, I like I don't know, like I we both were friendly, but I was the more friendly one. Like I'm the one walked around with a smile, would talk to anybody. You more so would smile with the people that you know. Like you had a a a, a face. Like don't talk to me, don't speak to me, don't look at me. Oh, so I was like, this is where I got a, attitude. Please don't tell me I had a bitch face, a resting bitch face. Oh, yes, my, you did. Which is crazy because you are not the only person to tell me that. Like a lot yes, of people I, have told me. That. A lot of people is like, like, you know what? The first time I met you, I, I didn't like you because you had like this bitch face and you had like you didn't want nobody to talk to. But now that I yes. met you, you're just like the most funniest, you know, down to earth person. That is crazy. This, yeah, I was like, man, this boy, I was got to add it. I don't know what his problem is. What? And now, you know, I'm like the most nice person. Right. Ever. Goofiest person ever. I didn't even know that you felt that way about me and Mariah. That is crazy. Cause, yeah, I think I only told Mariah. Because then I knew in high school, it was always me, you, Mariah, Glenna, Yes. Um, and, like, a few other people. But it was always us. Like, we had, like, our own little clique and everything, which was crazy. Was very crazy. Because I didn't even, I don't even, I, to be honest, I don't even remember how I met Mariah. Oh no, Mariah rode my bus. We rode the same we bus. All, that, that's how that's I met probably Mariah. how we all knew each other because we all rode the bus together. Yeah, because I found out you stayed literally down the street from me. Exactly. And this Mariah, they stayed down the street from my grandma, but I actually met Mariah um, the summer of our freshman year. So I actually met Mariah first before I met anybody else, which is crazy. Now, yeah, I, I don't, this is kind of some a lot of like small details are blurred to me. But yeah. I did know I was like this boy had an attitude all the time. Like mm-mm. now, I'm trying to think back to when we first danced together because I was going back on Facebook. I was on Facebook one day and I was just like, let me look at the videos. And I literally go back Ooh. to when we had like our pep rallies and our Black History shows and stuff like that. And it was like. Jesus Christ, what were we going through back then? Our, <laughs> our dance. It was horrible. I won't say it was horrible. It was just the fact that, like, most of the people on there wasn't dancers like us. Yeah. But the fact that, like, they still put in the time and energy to, like, because right. we, we had rehearsals in the back where the gym was. Yes, we did in the square. I or we that. had rehearsals in the cafeteria after school or, you know, oh over there where the drama room was. So it was... <laughs> in the hallway? It, it's kind of had... crazy. 
Oh, that's, that's memories. That, that that's memories. But to see the fact that we started there and then you continue on to now make this dream team of like, how many people do you actually have on your team? Um, that's that's actually crazy because um, we graduated in two thousand eleven, and I was gonna stop, yeah. but the, the the kids was like, "No, don't stop." Da, da, da. And like for I'll say maybe. 2011, I'll say to probably 2000, I say 16, maybe for like five, six years, maybe it was like, oh, um, it's just a team helping kids get off the street. And you know, clearly dance has evolved and stuff. So it's like, yeah. we'd always be at Eureka Park, where you know, right especially, by the school. Especially the area that we lived in, it is, it is super, I won't say hood, I'm not gonna lie, it is super ghetto, it is super hood. <laughs> but I didn't think that where we were from, you would be able to build a team like that. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten bigger. So it's like I have now what? So, yeah, I'll say in 2017, I don't know. I Like I went viral one time and then I was in the shade room. And then it, from there, from there, like that whole year is like everything I would post from my team went viral. So the next year, like on the, on New Year's, I will never forget. Um, we did some type of parade, and I was on the newspaper. I made the newspaper, so it's like, um, now I have a team still in the same area down south. I have a team in Miami Gardens. I have a team in Fort Lauderdale, and now this year I'm actually opening up a team in um Atlanta. Well, I don't know about Atlanta, but somewhere in Georgia. I mean, the coronavirus stuff is messing up plans, but I mean, it's it's grown so much. So you're trying to, and people would think mm-hmm. you're trying to take your team worldwide. That's what you're saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm still doing it for the same, um, you know, reasons that I did initially when I first started. You know, to kids just like me who couldn't afford the studios and everything. Um, I teach them what you know I could possibly teach them. So I don't know. I'm just I wouldn't say worldwide. I'm just trying to you know you're just, just trying to give back do what I can. Yeah, where I can. Exactly. Got it. So, with the with the infamous rhythm, what made you decide to give that name? Because I don't think we ever had that name. <laughs> we didn't. I don't even know it's, what our name was. We were just... All it's crazy because, yeah, the other day, actually, like, when I was um packing up certain stuff to get ready to move, um, you know, you was in the dance program, so I, every time I would go support you at your show, I'd get the little, um, Suarez always, you know, had the pamphlets and stuff in the booklets. So, like, when I would see stuff from, like, the Black History show, she'd have us under, um, <laughs> like, Robert Morgan dancers, or remember, I don't know if you remember, we was, um, one time we was DUI, I was like, what? Yeah. Why would? Because <laughs> I, it, it was, high school was just crazy. It's just crazy. I don't know. So one day I just was like, I don't know. I just remember one day I was like, I, I need a name. Like now that I've graduated, I need a name. Like, and I just, I don't even remember really. I just, I just know for a fact that I, I didn't want nothing like cliche, like purple stars or blazing diamonds or something like that. I don't know. I just, and then I just, I, I put it together. Jeez. Infamous rhythm. Wait, first of all, let me say, am I saying it right? You're saying it right. Okay. Usually people say infamous, but you're saying it right. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, mm, I... 
Okay, so infamous rhythm. <laughs> now, I think you touched on it before. Now, when when we started back in high school, it was just me and you. And then it went from me and you to like four other people. And then it went to like mm-hmm. 10 people. And so after high school, how did you continue to have people or after high school? When did you come back and be like, okay, I'm going to continue this? How did you, like, recruit people? How did you, you know, how did you say, okay, I got one person or I got two people. Let me continue to, like, spread the word and bring people in. How did you do that? Uh, Okay, so um, let me backtrack a little bit. I don't know if you remember, but remember um, your freshman year, you was dancing with Marquise and um, uh, I think his name was yeah Marquise Chris. It was a whole bunch of them. Yeah, it and was Marquise Chris Jesse. Jesse, it was yeah, pretty much Jesse. All the, it was pretty much all the all seniors. The seniors. Right. So I knew Marquise from my um uncle that was a senior as well. And then I don't know if you ever remember that other team. It, I think they were called Exclusive, and y'all did the in mix show. So oh mm-hmm. yes, that's with the whole drama. And yes, yeah. originally I was gonna yeah, dance with them. But I was yeah, like, Marquise was like, no, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I was a freshman. I didn't want to be in that. Yeah, it. exactly. Because <laughs> I was the only freshman dancing, too. And then right. I got put into the drama. And, and okay. I, I didn't have to play that. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to do it. I'm going to wait till next year. Not thinking, oh, oh, like all the seniors are graduating. So Mar- when Marquise was telling me, I was like, the only person I could remember is the boy in the clown suit, which was you. Exactly. Which brought, brings, brings me back to, oh, I wouldn't even say nothing to this boy because he got an attitude. But I don't know. So, you know, um, remember the Sigma Beta shows? They were, like, the biggest shows, like, down yeah. south. Yeah. So, um, people were always used to see me there. And, I don't know, it's just, like, connect. So, when I graduated, it was, like, the girls that was already at the school um, didn't want me to stop. And then I was helping some of South Ridge. So, I don't know. When I was, like, okay, I'll try it out. Um, posted something about an audition and just... I don't know. At the time, it wasn't a lot of dance groups other than like school crew and, and the other group. So a lot of people just showed up. And then around that time, school crew was like, honestly, ending. Mm-hmm. So I had, it's like I had school crew dancers, Southridge, um, and, and Robert Morgan. It just, from there, it's been like, even if you look at little clips that they did post on YouTube, it was like literally, which I don't know why I did it, but it was like 30 something of us on stage. It was crazy. It was, it was a lot of people. Yeah, but that's crazy because I, my freshman year, I was the only freshman that actually danced with the upperclassmen, and mm-hmm. they actually approached me, which was at first I thought it was a joke, but once I started to do it, I got to know them, and then like the whole drama with the with the um, the other dance group, and right. I got put in the middle of it. Didn't know any of them, and then I actually also danced with Leroy and them with right. school crew. So it's like okay, now I'm starting to see like everything. Now, how did you transition from the dancing of it? I mean, it's still dancing, but how did you transition from the dance aspect of it to more majorette dancing? Uh, hmm. So, I mean, how can I explain this? Like I was saying, like, dance has evolved and like I was just explaining, I used to always be into like when I used to be with the bands and stuff. I used to always be into the auxiliary and stuff. But when I started, um, I guess I was—I'm not gonna lie. When when Bring It actually first came out, it was like 
dance instantly changed. You know, we grew up dancing, booty shaking and everything. Yeah. Nowadays, people learning from Instagram, TikTok, all that. So it's like they're learning these different, uh, basically how, how the girls on the TV show dance. So dance has it, it just evolved. So I don't know. I guess that's, that's, that's the only thing I could think of. Nice. Now, I know, especially where we're from, it is the masculinity is a huge thing where we're from. Now, being a male dancer, do you ever hide your sexuality or whoever comes in or who, like a male dancer, comes to you? Do they hide their sexuality or are they, you know, are they broadcasting it in espresso? Like, do you, do you support it? Okay, so I don't want to confuse nobody when I explain this, but um, how can I explain this? Because, I mean, I clearly had a lot to learn, you know, by myself and be more comfortable with what I was, but I'm still not, you know, every person like us is different. So, yeah. you know, Leroy, Leroy never used to play that with us. Like, we couldn't be out there dancing like girls, nothing, none of that. So when I did first start with my group, I don't, nobody ever know, but I would never really accept boys. It wasn't like a discrimination thing. I just, I didn't, I never wanted to be accountable through anybody's parent of, oh, you taught my son is, or you did this, that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I stayed away from it. And then from what the little thing I did know of our, you know, the gay scene and everything was, I don't, I don't like drama. And that's what it, I, to me, that's what all it was. So it's like, yeah, I stayed away from all that. But um, I had to learn, and nowadays, like, first of all, kids are young. Just like I had to learn and everything, they are too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, at first, I, I wasn't, I'm not going to say I wasn't accepting it. I just, I wasn't, it wasn't too much of it. Nowadays, I've, I've done had um, literally boys, maybe 15 or even younger, come to me and, like, look at look up to me as a role model, as in, like, I know I'm this way now, but I don't, like, we can be gay, but we don't have to do the extra. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I'm more accepting into it now. And if it's a person that I see that's serious about it, then, you know, I I, I, I be that mentor. I be that person to tell them, you know, is this what you want? Is this right for you? Because it, it's, honestly, when when somebody joins your team, it's, it's more than just dancing. You you with this person all the time. You travel with this person. So it's like, it's like a little family. But I don't know. Like, then I would say... I don't know. I can't say I wasn't accepting it because it's just, it's just as the years go by, time has changed. Like, people are more comfortable now with it than they were then. Like, even when I went to audition for um, the Marlins, I think four of us, five of us went to audition, only three of us made it, whatever, however it went. I, I, did, I still had the little <laughs> flamboyant in my dancing, but I don't know. They, they, they liked it because I, I don't know. I guess I could switch it up. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it, but everybody's different every generation is different because now it's like I don't know if you can if yeah, people just scroll can, on yeah even in straight boys they don't now. even dance dance they just do clutching or whatever they want to call yeah. it and I don't know it's just different stuff yeah because being in the dance world especially for me you have to even if you're a male dancer you have to adapt to the choreography, especially yes. especially if you're trying to book a gig. Now, I know for me personally, I have been to a thousand and one dance auditions where I had to dance big, I had to dance small, I had to, you know, 
dance, you know, a little bit feminine. I had to dance masculine. I even had to dance with my clothes off and stuff like that. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. Okay. Now, I seen, I, I have seen in the papers and stuff that you guys have done like different parades and stuff like that. Now, with the traveling and everything, do you guys or does your team and you end up having I don't want to say I do want to say do you guys end (laughs) up having do you guys end up having you know beef with other you know dancers other you know groups or it's just like he say she say like is it like dance rivalry um hmm honestly like I'll say when I first started again going back to like the Sigma Beta show days I don't know. I I wouldn't call it beef because I was always the type of person that lived and supported everybody. Like I, you remember in the crowds, I used to be the loudest one. Yeah. So some people, I don't know, it's because you know my group was new. Some people back then was like, I don't know. I guess they thought we thought we was the shit and was the best, and because we used to do so well, they used to just want to start with us. But I never took it. Like I never really took it serious. I mean, that's kind of a good thing um, for people to think like that, just to make your name no just to have people be like well i know that group because i mm-hmm. see them there so i would figure that's kind of a good thing but a lot of people don't want to see a new group or new dancers rise to the top so they create right. beef and they create problems now have any of your dancers had any situations or you know problems with other team members on your team or probably with another team Mm, both actually. Um yeah, I mean I mean it's been different situations like but me I never like again I never really you I mean you know my attitude. I, it's like what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong and I, it's some like it's just some things in life don't even deserve the reactions that people give it. So like with especially like within the team if there ever was an issue, I'd always take whoever the people is. I don't like I don't do all that he say she say and all that. Especially if it's something petty, because people losing their lives too too early nowadays. Exactly. And I, I squash like I don't even play games like that. And that's another that's another reason I can say my team been going on as long as it has, and that the reason my team is so big. And because everybody knows I don't condone that. That's like that's not what we're here for. Don't get me wrong. It's like some things are gonna happen. Not everybody's gonna like everybody. Some things are gonna happen. But I create an environment where it's fun. Like I even play around with them, and they even know. Okay. They know when it's time to pay. They know when it's time to be serious. All that other extra stuff is like, and even if it is, because you know sometimes they say this one, what one apple could spoil the rest or whatever it says. Mm-hmm. If, if 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 it's really a uh, one person or two people, it's like this is not the place for you. You you take it somewhere else because you're not you're not gonna. I will never allow one person, anybody, I don't care who it is, to come into what I literally created on my own. And, and dealt with it so long to come and ruin it and, and run it into the grounds. Because going back, like you just say, nobody ever want to see a new team rise. From when I started to hear from school crew to indecent exposure to like, it was like seven, probably eight different new teams. My team is the only one still standing from that era. Like, I don't, people don't need to learn how to, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a team, whatever you want to call it, but it's, it's also a business. Like, for me, it's grown more into just, okay, I'm, I'm off of work, let me go, um get my little kids 
uh, huddle up on the park and do something for a talent show. No, we we travel now. We compete. Like this is a business for me. So I would never allow drama or any of that to come and ruin what I created. That that's just dumb. And I don't understand how people function like that. But then again, everybody's different. Everyone is different now. I don't know if you remember, but I remember me and Mariah, we actually came to one of your practices at Goose Park. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I really do. Mm -hmm. Now, how did, because when we first got there, um, one of the, one of your dancers were looking at me and Mariah like, who are these people? Why are they here? And, <laughs> and it was really funny because me and Mariah was like, um, we weren't invited here, but we will let you have your moment. Now, how did <laughs> how did you feel about outsiders coming in, watching, and, you know, you know, just looking at your practice and how you run things and stuff like that in your dancers? I mean, I mean, to me, I wouldn't call you and Mariah outsiders, but like outsiders, I, don't, I honestly don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I never really cared because, I mean, I don't have people sit there and record us and I, I just don't care because at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I have to do. I know how I run my stuff. The people who dance with me know how I run my stuff. The parents do. And every day is different. So now what I do have an issue with, um, that I always had an issue with was, like, if it's grown men, you, you get what I'm saying? If it's grown men that have little girls out there, it's a different story. I wouldn't allow it. But other than that, I, I never really cared for, you know, outsiders and stuff to watch. Because, honestly, that's that's how recruitment happens. You have people that never see you or people that always bring their kids to the park. Or men that used to play on the basketball court that who have, who have kids would always come up to me and be like, hey, I see you. Like, you're really um, consistent with this. Like, you're dedicated to this. I see how you talk and, and treat the girls. Like, you know, like, you're not just have them out here doing anything, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like that. that, that brings more people in too so I, I never really care for it. I, anybody can come and watch I never really care for that got it now speaking of the little kids I have been doing my research and I have been looking at some of the comments up on their um, different videos and I do see that uh, I won't say a few um, but there are some people that are not happy with you know the little kids doing the straddles and the splits and mm-hmm. stuff like that now, how do you handle the situation? Has anyone ever come up to you and, like, address you about the situation or anything like that? Um, The crazy part is, and it's crazy because when I used to hear celebrities say it, I'd be like, you're lying. But it's I would say it's true. On on Instagram and stuff, like, when I would see those comments, you know me. Sometimes I'll sit there and, depending on what you say, I'm going to say something bad. But... That's another reason why people would think, oh, I only have gay boys on my team. It's not that. I actually have a lot of girls. I just don't post them because after going viral so many times and getting the followers that I have on Instagram, I don't want those girls to be attacked or feel any type of way. Because I remember, I think two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think, matter of fact, when Ride the Stick first came out and I wasn't even recording, somebody else was um, out on the park recording. And um, when they posted it and went viral... And in the video, you see me um, pointing at the girl, and I'm, I'm I'm actually telling the girl, okay, stop, because your shorts are too little. But people thought I was pointing, like, at her private part and stuff, and this, that, and the third, and it was just crazy. But I've never, in person, had anybody come up to me and say, 
oh, that's wrong, or this and the third, and blah, 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 blah. Never. Only, like, on social media. So that's why some things I do, some like, I would say most, that's why majority of the time, I will not post girls on my page. But the only reason sometimes I will, and sometimes I will argue with them, or say what I need to say is because everybody's culture is different. If you, it's, I feel like if you're not from Miami, you're not going to understand you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like if you see like okay, for example, um the the high school up here, um the Miami Northwest and like two years ago, the girls they it made it was it got so big they were on the news saying how the girls' outfits were this, that, and the third. The crazy part is though, the outfits that they wear were not custom made. They're on a actual dance website. It's been all over YouTube. Different white teams have used the same uniforms but no one says anything when they wear them and they they to me honestly those little girls wear stuff like that when they're four three five in ballet so it's like why is it okay for them but then when dancers of color do it it's an issue yeah it's kind that, of the, that's it's, it's kind of like a stigma a, in the dance community right now and it kills me it really kills me, but in public, um, in public, I've never had that problem. Like, if, if anytime we travel or something, or even like randomly in my DMs when I go to search for it, it's honestly never any negativity. It's always something positive. So I, I've learned over like the past couple of years to, I won't say ignore it, but to ignore it because it's like people, you, you, you can't, you can't point the finger without three more pointing back at you or having the saying go. Yeah. And I, I'm a firm believer in that. Now, if something is wrong or looks wrong, just like in the video I told you about, I, I, I'm going to be the first to point it out. But everybody's different. It's like, don't you can't tell somebody how to do something when nobody on this earth is perfect. Yeah, now, with that, what is your age range for accepting kids? Is it like five and up or do you break it down to like different groups where this is all kids, this is the teenagers, this is the adults, or are they all dancing together? Well, it seems like Tony was disconnected. But um, as you guys heard it here first, um, he does have a dance team based out of Miami. It is the infamous River Dance Team. You guys can find him and their dance team on Instagram. They also do have a YouTube channel as well where you guys can check them out. Um, This was a great way to reconnect and get back to my roots and having him on was a blessing. Um, hopefully next time we could get more, you know, in depth to the situation and everything. But as of right now, this is all we do have for this podcast interview. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to this channel. Um, and as well as tell your friends and family about it. That way they can join in on the topic as well. Your boy is out. And don't forget, you was made to be real, not perfect. 
So stay up and stay classy. Until next time, see you guys later.